I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 53 of the Strap Season Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another week's installment. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And just before we kick off the episode, we just want to plug our social medias and plug, obviously, where you can find us on all streaming platforms. So go to our Instagram and Twitter pages. There's a little link in the bio that takes us to all of our links. That's whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Please give us a like, subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a review. All of that, all of that, all of that. Uh, how, how have you been, bro? You good? Tired, bro. I can't lie to you. Knackered, <laughs> tired, bro. shattered. Bank it's holiday been, weekend. It's been a long bank holiday weekend, and yeah, I'm just <laughs> looking forward to resting up now after the festivities. That's all yeah. done now. Head into September. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um. We've got boxing to talk still. We've got boxing to talk. We've got, we, we've got a bit to talk about, right, boxing-wise. And um, I think there's only one place to start this weekend uh, for this week's episode. Um, let's talk about the big crossover that happened on Sunday <laughs> Sunday night. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley in the boxing match. As you know, Tyron Woodley is an MMA GOAT. You know, he's... he's, he's <laughs> You really started. Tyron Woodley is considered one of the elite, you know, one of the premier MMA fighters, you know, the long time UFC champion. They love to throw out their five time UFC champion, serious pedigree. He's not, he's not, they said he's not Ben Askren. He said Ben Askren is a non puncher. Tyron Woodley's going to come to bang. He's going to teach Jake Paul a lesson. That's what I was told by these, the MMA crowd. We tried, to, we tried to get some of the MMA lot on today, but they weren't able to come on. But it's cool. We'll, we'll get them next time. Cool. Um, and if listeners, if you remember that episode, I, Flores, which episode was it again? I can't remember which episode it was. I think it was like episode 40 something when we uh, had Ruben with Ruben. Episode 41, I believe. Oh, fantastic, Flores. You've done your homework. I love that. Um, yeah. So, episode 41, we said specifically if Tyron Woodley don't win this fight, it's a, it's very, it's a damning indictment on the whole MMA community, whether that's UFC, whether that's Bellator, whether that's Cage Rage. I don't even know what they're even called these days. But all these MMA <laughs> promotions, it's a damning indictment because I was told that this guy is no Ben Askren and he's gonna what he's gonna beat Jake Paul. And we've seen the fight now. The dust has settled. We saw the fight. Jake Paul. They gave it to him on split decision. I'm going to be honest, bro. I don't even know how they gave that in SD. I watched that fight round one to eight. I thought it was a clear UD win for Jake Paul. I'll yeah. be very honest. Uh, and if I was even surprised when I saw a split decision. Um, Tyron Woodley. I don't even know what to expect from him, obviously. Um, obviously, you're coming from MMA background. I've seen some of his MMA fights. And obviously, it's a completely different ball game, as we know. Yeah. You're fighting... You're changing, you're obviously going from fighting, what, five-minute rounds for, they fight, what, is it five, five-minute rounds? I think they, um, I think it's five, or is yeah, it yeah. four? It's five. Yeah, it's five, five-minute rounds. You're, you're changing that to three, 12, I mean, 12, 12 what, eight, um, eight, three-minute rounds. 
So it's a completely different way of obviously using your explosiveness, etc., stamina, etc. Obviously, and you're not using the kicks and the submissions, etc. It's straight hands. So yes, we knew it would be different, but I didn't really know what to expect from him. But I was told that Woodley has hands and he can punch and he can bang. And he should be able to get to Jake Paul. But from what I saw in there, I saw a guy that was passive. I think a bit too passive. I mean, I think he was able to sort of liven up, especially in the fourth round when he had his best work, when he caught him with that big punch. But even when he caught him with that big punch in the fourth round, that staggered Jake Paul, had him against the ropes. Why didn't you jump on him? Why, why, did, why didn't you press the action? My man was spinning his hands. Man was doing boiler, <laughs> throwing to, tends to throw boiler punches. And it's like, bro, you've got your guy hurt. Where's, where's that dog in you? Where's that killer in you to jump on him now and take him out? Because Jake Paul was hurt there. And what I took away from that fight was Tyra Woodley was a bit passive in moments to engage and to let his hands go. And I actually think that might have cost him the fight. I feel like if he was a bit more on the front foot and a bit more positive, I actually think Tyron Woodley could have taken that fight because as we saw towards the later rounds, Jake Paul to me looked super, super gassed. He looked shattered, breathing heavily, breathing with his mouth open, etc. But instead of Woodley to recognize that, Woodley looked fine physically, like in terms of condition, he looked great. Instead of him to press the action and go on, jump on him, this guy was sort of just letting him get away with things. And yeah, um, it's a bad loss for the MMA community. I can't front, man. I can't front. It's a bad, bad loss for the MMA community. This wasn't, I don't, this wasn't meant to happen. I, I, that's what I was told. Um, to be fair, let me say this. To be fair, when shoot? I was speaking to yeah. MMA people, mm-hmm. they said, they warned me that um, Tyron Woodley isn't the most active in terms of letting his hands go. Right. They called him boring. Yeah, Ty Crawl Woodley. Uh, 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 wait, what? Wait, Ty what? <laughs> Ty Crawl Woodley. Oh, <laughs> no. Ty Crawl the- yeah. Ty Crawl, that's, yeah. That's rude. Ty Crawl Woodley, they're calling him. Uh-huh. People say he's the Adrian Broder in terms of letting his hands go. Of um, I, I can see that's a fair, that's a fair, he, he, they, they look even look alike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's what we saw. We saw yeah. a fighter who was walking forward without letting his hands go. He was in activity, weren't pressed, he, he, was, he was walking forward. He was, yeah, he was walking forward all night. He was he was the aggressor all night, but he wasn't throwing punches. Just looking to land one big shot now and then. Yep. And uh-huh. he, he weren't using a jab. He, he uh-huh. weren't letting his hands go. For uh-huh. someone, like we say, who's... I mean, he's been out the ring for how long? Out the, out the cage for how long? Two, three years? Is it two, is it two three years now? Well, I imagine... Uh, though, yeah, he would have been. I, I reckon two, yeah, two years, yeah, maybe. So, um, but he's still young. He's not like he's been retired for a long time. He's still you say, fresh. You say young. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say fresh, but I'll yeah. say, because obviously he's 39, Woodley. He's not young yeah. in that sense, but yeah. I, I don't yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, but in terms of he's not someone who's been, you know, retired for years kind of mm, thing. And then um, just jumped in, yeah. Yeah, so you maybe that played a factor, but still, um, man, it's, it's, yeah, like you say, it's a bit peak that he's he's been. <laughs> to me, I think he was convincing. I won't lie. I thought it was a convincing victory. To apart from no, I think the in terms f- of scoring it, yeah, yeah. For me, as I scored that fight, because obviously I w- I, didn't, I wasn't able to watch it live, so I've mm. caught it today. Um, I've seen the result. 
and I've seen the judges' scorecards. So I'm there thinking, ooh. So I, I'm, I guess already I'm trying to anticipate like a close, close back and forth sort of fight because the scorecards were, the scorecards from all three judges were super close. And yeah. obviously it's, it's SD. So I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be tight. But I've seen what, round one, I'm seeing Jake Paul control everything with his jab. Woody's not throwing much or not landing anything. Jake Paul's just jabbing, jab, jabbing his head off, using superb footwork to go from side to side to avoid um, Woodley's sort of pressuring and just catch him with quick combos here and there. Same in round two, same in round three. So straight up off the bat, I'm thinking, I've got this guy freeing up already. Like, what's going on? Like, I thought this was meant to be a close fight. Now, obviously, round four and five, I would probably say, well, round four is what obviously the, the round Woodley had most of his success. Yeah. But we saw he actually was hurt. Paul's legs were gone. And I don't know if he was that badly hurt. I think he, 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 seemed, it, he seemed it to me, you know. He, like, he, um, even when he walked back to his corner, he looked very ginger. When he went back to his corner, he was like, I think he was, I think he was embarrassed because he got caught and didn't he stick, it, stick his tongue out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but you know what so, fighters do? Yeah, but you know fighters, when they do that bravado thing, yeah, they actually I, really I hurt. Yeah, I know, but then he didn't even rush to clinch as such. He was, mm. he still had his. I mean, he was moving. He was trying to evade. Yeah. Woodley caught him with another shot, and I yep. was thinking, but then maybe because Woodley didn't pounce on it, and I, I, like, I, I, I just feel like his legs just didn't seem all there, and I think even in the fifth round, they didn't really. Yeah. The legs still didn't to me didn't still feel didn't look the same compared to the first yeah. three rounds. So that's why I thought that shot Woodley hit him with or those two shots. I think definitely buzzed him. Definitely took his legs away a little bit. Obviously, he was able to recover afterwards. But yeah, those the fourth and fifth round, I think were Woodley's best rounds. I gave us Woodley calm. I'm thinking, yep, okay. Yeah, but the fifth as well, because remember the fifth, he started strong and then mm-hmm. he kind of let he just let Jake back into it. That's what I'm saying. Like it was <laughs> there was a complete a complete lack of Tyron Woodley did a lot of talking before this, saying he's gonna you know beat him up etc. Knock him out. I, I didn't see a I didn't see a dog in there. I didn't see a killer in there. I saw a guy <laughs> that you know, like I, I, bro. I can only say what I see in it. So you've got always talking about how you're going to do this to do, do this to him, do that to him. But I it it didn't it didn't measure up from what I saw. You know what the truth is. What people need to start deep in is Jake Paul's a boxer. Hmm. I understand it. Jake Paul's I was, a boxer. I was going to get to this because yeah, I, you've said this before. And I've I've told you people and you and you, I looked yeah, I looked yeah. at Jake Paul for the feet upwards. His footwork this guy is, can fight. I said to you today, he's got really really good footwork, like really really good footwork. I've been saying it for someone and, who's been boxing for what, three years. Yeah, it's 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 impressive how far he's come along from mm. bowing amateur. Somebody never laced up a pair of gloves. Yeah, to now, like you could people say he's not fighting boxers. You could stick him against a bunch of soup cans who are professional boxers, and yeah. he could be twenty and twenty and up. Hundred percent. Yeah. These these celebrities or ex UFC fighters need to deep that my man's a boxer and he's drawing you out. <laughs> you're you're I mean, getting they, in there they, fighting look, a boxer. Look, not a they, look, they have to now. They they've got no because remember the, the caveat for the aspirin thing was yes, okay, cool, yes, go obviously. Because before it was, it was Nate Robinson. Yeah. Who else before was it was Deji? Um <laughs> I love <mean, that> <laughs> YouTuber. So yeah, you up so, so a couple of YouTubers you're thinking, yeah, YouTubers, cool. Okay, we'll give you an athlete. And obviously, because each time they keep like giving them new targets in it. Yeah. So they gave him an athlete. A person, oh, like professional athlete, he's fit, blah, blah. Sparked his brains out. Cool. They said, oh, he's an athlete. He's never he's never got in the ring before. So then obviously they gave it was it Askren next, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But obviously, the caveat was, oh, Ask- yeah, but Askren's rubbish and he's known for not being able to punch. So yeah, hip, hip replacement surgery. So, okay, cool. So then it was, all right, cool, it's Woodley. Tough. Then these lot hung their, they, they hung their hat on Woodley. They said, now nah, Woodley's the one that's going to stop this Jake Paul train because Woodley's ex-champion, one of the best champions of all time, someone told me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I heard something about, well, you're one of the best champions ever, um, can actually punch can take a bang as well, blah, blah. So now we're hearing stuff like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, Woodley's faded. And he's not the same Woodley. And he's not really, you know, like you say, he's boring, etc. They so were the killing him. The, the MMA community were killing him. After, really? after that. They were I, like, I, I, I didn't pre-react. Like, what, 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 were they, what were you saying? Man, they were saying that he's let, let himself down. That, oh, he's begging for a rematch. <laughs> Should have, would have, could have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let everyone down disappointed in him. They were rinsing him, man. Um, he's really, it sounds like he's really his legacy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jake Paul, the legacy snatcher. Yeah, I love I love uh, it. <laughs> man, uh, he's like Randy Orton, legend killer. <laughs> you know, Randy Orton came in WWE. Man was killed all, he's killed off all the dead legends. Cutting <laughs> their heads off. Fam. <laughs> yeah, man's people like the like legend killer for real. Um, that is hilarious. Yeah, man, MMA, MMA community. What's next, man? Who are you gonna give us? Who are you gonna give Jake Paul next? Because my man's is looking peak. Obviously, I'm hearing McGregor's the one they want him to fight. Um, I can see that happening, you know, at some point, you know. Yeah. Don't forget the money, and you know McGregor's a money man in terms of just like making like money. So, and honestly, Jake Paul looking like a cash cow, you know. <laughs> that that stadium it? was packed out. That face stadium of boxing. was packed out. New face of boxing. Scary. Oh, the celebrities that were local, yeah. The people tweeting, LeBron was tweeting saying, "Ah, oh, Ohio looks live." Like, yeah, because yeah, it was in Cleveland, wasn't it? And I think that's yeah. where the, the pools are from at Cleveland, aren't they? So yeah, 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 it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So man, um, and they bring it, bring an ice. Like, what he's saying, he's doing. He's actually doing. Like we want to, we could this. I saw. I saw. The undercard was a good undercard. Yeah, we'll touch upon the undercard. Um, mm. I saw something sick about Paul, how he's taking a reduced purse. He's, mm. taking, he's taking so this is really cool actually. So I, I read that he's he actually he's actually taking like a I think one figure I saw was 70% reduced purse or something. I don't know if it's as much as 70, but mm. essentially in a nutshell, he's taking reduced purses for this stuff so that he can put that rest of that money for the other fighter. Or I think for the other is it for the other fighter he's fighting with the, or, the, the, or, or no, the, the whole card. card. Okay, yeah. So the card he's yeah. given everyone a career high payday. Yes, yes, yes. I rate that. That's great from yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not a Jake Paul fan or not, not like that obviously and obviously been very critical about this whole YouTuber boxing thingy blah blah but that you can commend because he's actually putting money back into the sport yep and so that I can seriously rate so fair play to Jake Paul for that man yeah bro just, each time we cover him he's becoming more and more likeable <laughs> it's I'm, crazy I'm, I'm telling people they need to start deepening this guy like I say top three name in boxing don't say he's top fight. Three. He's one of what are you talk about. He's one of the top three names of boxing. Say he's a top three. Oh, like if you ask any fighter, who you want to fight? Canelo, then. AJ, and Jake Paul. <laughs> Bro, that's who it is. That's who's running the show. Oh if you, gosh. If I'm if 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 I'm stepping into pro boxing now, those are the oh. three names I want to mix it in with. Matthew. <laughs> <For, Matty. laughs> Tyro begging for a rematch. Yeah. Look at the people who's got on the undercard. That's Queensbury. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into them. We've got yeah. Queensbury's ca- golden gooses and he's undercard. Facts. We've got Amanda Serrano on his undercards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them career high paydays. That's sick from him, man, bro. That that payday thing is sick. 
That's really, like, I really read that. You got to start respecting it because he's putting in the work in the gym. We can see mm. he's winning. Yeah, and he's giving back to the sport. Yeah, like ignore the antics, ignore all of that. He's doing that because he's drawing. Got <laughs> your hat. <laughs> he's drawing people out. He's a draw. He's a yeah. He's yeah. Gonna, he's, he'll say himself. He's a troll. He says, yeah, himself, he, of course. Troll. Yeah, hundred percent. Say I'm a troll. I, I try to wind people up. Yeah. Fair play to him. He's doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, let's. Well, I'm not going to gas him and say he can beat some serious fighters because no. it will be soup cans that he's, he has to be. He's not going to fight us. Yeah, exactly. It won't be like that. It would just be like, yeah, ju- faded like journey, like men or soup cans, as you'd say. Or obviously, these, these you know, MMA guys who yeah. want to obviously try and get it back in blood. Um, yeah. But but, um, now, if he's going to be making money from big fights, it's got to be names. Yeah. So he's got... People are going to clock on that this guy in the YouTube is a boxer. He can't keep drawing out people. He's going to have to f- step up in opposition each time. So I wonder how he's going to go about that. From a boxing perspective, though, like, yeah, like, just from his stance and his, like, posture and just the... Fo- I was just looking at the footwork in the gym thinking, wow, it's actually really good, to be fair. I can't take that away from him. Um, so, yeah, I can see why he's building points and getting these Ws on the board. So... It's, I, I'm I will, interested. Oh, go on, go on. I will say, we, obviously, we're giving him credit, mm. but some of it's been atrocious. He's throwing punches from the uppercut he threw. We're way out of range. I don't even know. How no, 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 one. There, was, there was one uppercut he threw that looked sick. I don't know if it was the same way you took it. And it was it, out of range. And it, he, it, landed. The, he landed. No, he landed. I thought, yo, that's that shot was mad. <laughs> I could. I was like. That would never work against a serious fight. That, that shot was sick, though. It landed as well. I, came out of the movie, it landed. I was like, that's that's ugly, but beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had no right to throw the uppercut from where he was. Fam, the uppercut was live. I was, I had to, like, we, I had to wheel it back. I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Where would that come from? But you can see the way his brain thinks that he's yeah. actually a boxer. I wouldn't would say, would say a boxing. I was going to say, yeah, because that, studies that, boxing. That, that, that shot there, Actually, like to a T, actually works like in terms of because like he was probably yeah. open, but even though he threw it in a like te- technically like poor way, that was the right shot to pick at that moment because my man was fully open for it. So, yeah, man, yeah, some of his shots are wild and the technique, and ain't always the yeah, best, but you can see he's thinking about the technique, he's practicing certain things, uh. he's changing levels, he's using a jab, going to the body, uh. his footwork, he's getting out of danger, he's getting in and out of range, a lot uh. of things to be impressed with, but. Uh. A lot of things you're looking at, you're thinking, yeah, he, he's not great, but he's mm. four fights in, three years in. There's something to work with there. Mm. And he seems game. You can see the improvements with each, well, with each fight, even though we yeah. didn't see too much for the last few fights. But yeah. yeah. This is a good one because obviously it went in the 48 rounds. It's the first time we've seen him go past two. Mm. And yeah, it was good to see him, I guess, battle adversity, which we saw in the fourth and fifth rounds. It, it, took, a big, it took a big shot. So I can imagine, I mean, I was, we were told that Tyrone actually hits hard. So, you know, he's got some pop to his punches. He took that big shot, was able to weather the storm, like the pros do, I guess, and get his second wind and get back, you know, back behind the jab and stuff. So, yeah, it's good to see that from him. Obviously, we all expected like a two-rounder, three-round knockout, but you're not going to be able to knock everyone out for the most part. So, yeah. Who do you want to see him fight next? That's always a question. And obviously... Um, I think at least <laughs> it, 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 I don't care. I, I was gonna say, yeah, okay, but I was gonna say, do you because I, I don't care either, so 
But obviously, there's talk about who we can fight next. And one of the potential opponents was on the undercard. I actually tuned into this fight. I just saw that he went... Tommy, this is talking about Tommy Fury, obviously. I saw that he... Um, the, I think you, talk, you, talk, you said last week, last episode, that the guy he's fighting was Jake Paul's sparring partner and he's had one fight in like five years. So something like that. Something yeah. dumb like that. So I expected to, when I took the results today, I expected to see like Tommy Fury W in the first round. But I've seen Tommy Fury go all four rounds with this guy. So, <laughs> and then Tommy was there saying he wasn't happy with his performance. So boy, it's a bit poor from him. But obviously he was there calling out Jake Paul. They had a little compensation backstage. I saw that. But um. Yeah, they'll, they'll just milk that until, obviously, the demand is right. I still feel like Tommy's... I almost feel like Tommy Fury's too small of a name right now for Jake Paul. Do you know how wild that sounds? Like, <laughs> I feel like he's, he's, he's probably looking at bigger and better. I don't think, in America especially, that's not, Tommy's not the draw yet, obviously. So he's probably not looking at him. But obviously, if Tommy keeps winning and builds his name, obviously, then that might happen. But right now, Tommy should focus on like serious boxing things, not Jake Paul. Yeah. And the problem is, Tommy Fury is a pro boxer. Um, mm. Obviously, his level ain't the highest, but mm. he's been ingrained in boxing. And right now, that's probably still a jump for Jake Paul. He's fighting mm. people who don't really train boxing or focus yeah. boxing. Uh, but yeah, you're right. His name isn't big enough. And fair place to him for even putting Tommy Fury on his undercards to yeah. help build his profile. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if that would be next. I doubt it. No, I don't think it'd be next. Um, it might be another UFC guy, you know. Might be KSI. Where's KSI? At? That's the fact. That's a bit tough. Hey, hey. Obviously, KSI beat Logan, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah that was a fake. That was a fake win. <laughs> That's a fake. Uh, he, he won that fight, though. <laughs> that fight was terrible. Yeah. Um, the, the the what's it called? The deducted two points for punching at the back. Oh yeah, I, 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 remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, I've never seen, I've never seen that before ever. I'm not saying well, that. It, it, it happened when Thingy Tyson fight. Did he not? For biting. What, the two, I was in the two points from yeah. the back of the head, but punch from the... Well, yeah, yeah. I've never seen, yeah, punch back of the head, two points deducted. Never seen that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I haven't seen that before, but um, yeah. Yeah, and if that didn't happen. But anyway. Hey, forget that one. That fight was so trash. I was even annoyed that I actually went to watch that fight, like, because, yeah, yeah it was a terrible fight. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about um the other... I guess yeah, it was decent undercard, but I want to talk about obviously someone that we've covered many times on this podcast before. Um, also being on undercard, Daniel Dubois made his American debut. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten the guy he fought. It's bad of me, but um, um, some journeyman. I didn't journey, watch it. Some journeyman American. I watched it. it ended in one round. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that and I chose. Not yeah, to watch it. it was it was it was simple stuff. As soon as Daniel, they both started off a bit tentative. Well, Daniel came out swinging. And as soon as Daniel landed the big shots, the guy dropped. He beat the count. Daniel dropped him again. Then he dropped him again for the third time. Referees waved it off. Right, right decision. The guy, obviously, just the power stakes, obviously, in, in terms of just, like, ability and speed yeah. and just where they are in their careers. This, obviously, Daniel was a lot better than this guy. So it was always going to be a foregone conclusion, I think. Um, so, yeah, not much really to deep dive on that one. <laughs> he killed him in one round, so... As, as expected so it is what it is but nice little American debut for him a bit of exposure for him as well because that was a, what, a capacity crowd in Cleveland so yeah that's nice for him um, and I, we'll definitely be talking about Daniel again when it's a more serious opponent 
But yeah, it's literally nothing to say there. <laughs> it's once again, it's just good exposure. He's introduced. Yeah. introduced that's what it's there. That's what it was there for, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, if it's true that he touched the career high payday from that as well, he's laughing. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's always good to see Daniel Dubois smiling and winning. Um, he mm. looks happy after that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, we're still rooting for him. Mm. Um, so yeah, good win, good out in. On to the next, on to the next. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Saturday, well, on to the next. It's another short one. Um, there was a Queensbury card um, on the weekend as well, on a Saturday. Um, early fight, it was, early fight, I wanted, well, I really tuned in for was the return of Anthony Yard. Um, he was against, once again, the opponent's name eludes me, but he wasn't anything, to, it's nothing to write home about because once again, Anthony Yards beat this guy in one round, and it was probably I'm the most. Sure it was probably the most ridiculous fight I've seen, to be honest. I can't lie. From the jump, yeah, obviously we're obviously we're fans of Yards in, on this pod, lines in the camp, all that cool. And obviously we've been trying to see. Obviously it's, it's been like it's been like months. He was meant to like return months ago, obviously, but different yeah. circumstances get, kept happening, right? And even this opponent wasn't his initial stipulated opponent from back then, but it's a new guy they brought in. I looked at this new guy. He looked small and skinny. I said, "Wait, wait, what weight class is this guy?" I, I said, "He's just like food straight away." And then I've heard the commentator say, "This guy's comp- campaigned majority of his career at middleweight." That's, I said, that's... "And I said, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, man's com- campaigned majority of his career at middleweight, and now he's fighting light heavy against Anthony Yard." You know how that's mad that two is? Weight, that's two weight classes up. Two weight classes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the listeners, that's that's two weight classes. That is, yeah, so, and <laughs> as soon as Yard landed a, a punch, like, as soon as Yard landed anything meaningful, like that, it was over in like a minute, wasn't it? It was like a minute yeah. they laughed for. Yards landed like one body shot. It was a glancing body shot. It wasn't even a full tilt one. <laughs> Bro, it was like this. It was like, like a glancing one. The guy's gone down. Riving in pain, basically. And I thought, oh, wow, yeah, it's done. <laughs> he somehow beat the count. He's beat the count now. Yard's going straight to that body, same spot, but a bit fuller this time. And then, yeah, that's what she wrote. He was done. Man was needed oxygen afterwards. He was medical finished. care. Yep. And you, you question that, like, what was the point of that fight? Yeah. And um, we've said it time and time before in this pod that Yard has so many of this type of opponent on his, on his resume. Yeah. Randoms from what well, this guy was from, I think it was what, Colombian or something, or somewhere, somewhere yeah. in South America. But random European, Eastern Europeans and stuff that Yard has on the on, on random Americans that are just suit cans. Who beats up in like two, three rounds and learns nothing from them. Yeah. Doesn't even get to display what he's been working on in camp f- fully. Nope. He has, he has way too many of these. Um, obviously, he's got the fight with Lyndon Arthur coming up. That's next. Yeah. Um, you almost want to see him get a bit of practice in there. or Exactly. It was a useless fight <laughs> to me. So, was, so useless. You get more out of sparring than yeah. uh-huh. a fight like that. Uh-huh. Maybe he just wants to be back in the crowd, in front of the crowd again, get used uh-huh. to fighting. But even then, like, you, can, you find a better level than that. I think sure. so, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, yes, it's, it was a useless, pointless fight. Yeah. Pointless fight, in my view. Maybe they gained something from it. I can't see what. 
other than fighting in front of a crowd again where you fought for a minute in front of a crowd. One minute, literally one minute. Yeah. Maybe just getting used to the wing walks and getting into the ring. <laughs> That's all I can... We said, yeah, we, we, said uh, we want to see the dynamic between the, the new corner man and Yard. Yeah. Didn't even get that. Yeah, didn't, didn't even get yeah, a, a round to talk, <laughs> talk about anything. Didn't even get that. Um, and yeah. Yeah, this should have been behind closed doors or something. <laughs> and then, like we know after he lost to, what's it called? Kovalev, he fought in Spain randomly. Yeah. That weren't televised. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember this. It should have been that. And it yeah. should have been time ago. And then... That's what I'm yeah. saying though. Yard's got so many of these type of opponents and then suddenly he'll go into a big jump against an Arthur, for example, or Kovalev. It's not the best way to prep the fight, I don't think. And if Arthur is indeed next, so he's gone from a loss to Arthur to this, mm. to back to Arthur. Wait, wow. It's, it's not making sense, bro. It's not the math isn't mapping. Yeah. You've got to fight at least um, one or two, like, I guess, fights that are going to challenge you or at least have you learning before you go jump into that rematch, I think, personally, because, yeah, man, it's just, it's just, I don't know, man, I just don't think it's the right plan, but we've seen, this has been, this has been his career throughout. He hasn't mixed up in domestically up until Arthur. And, yeah. yeah. They've got the date for that um, Arthur fight, apparently. October. October, yeah, 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 I saw that, yeah. Mm, so, that's a good one to look forward to. Um, of course, of course. The, the I mean, yeah. Do you think it'll be, do you think that it'll be as cagey as the first fight? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Yard's gonna try to go for broke earlier. Yeah, mm. and we'll see how that plays out. Um, exactly. But even even in the first fight, I don't want to get too caught up in discussion because we'll canvas it again. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I said a storm will come for Arthur, and it's up, yeah. he can weather the storm. Yes, yeah. And obviously, that storm came very late. In that I thought, last yeah, fight. I, I thought it was gonna come a lot earlier. Obviously, yeah. it came in the twelfth round, but I'm there mm. thinking if it comes, obviously. I reckon I, I assume they will come like around seven onwards or whatever. Right? Yeah. So that's testament yeah. to how good he was doing for the fact that he, you know, he was able to avoid getting caught by a big shot yeah. until until the twelfth round. So yeah, fair enough yeah. to him. Cool. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll again, touch upon we'll It's still the same question. Yeah, which we'll touch upon. We'll touch upon that. Fact. The storm? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll touch upon that still. Um uh let's um yeah, that was sort of all the action. I mean, did, did you check out the rest of the card? Um, nah. Nah, okay. I, okay. Was, I, didn't, I didn't pretty much. Um, yeah. I was out at the time, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. But I'll catch up on all, this, all the boxing from the weekend at some point. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Let's touch upon, um, obviously, what we've got coming up this weekend. Because there are two fights I want to talk about. The first fight, is uh, Conor Ben, Adrian Granados. Obviously, that was meant to happen a few weeks ago, but got obviously rescheduled because of the fact that Conor Ben got COVID. Um, so, yeah, that's going to go down. Uh, like, there's not much more to add than what, we, what we've already added before. There's more just yeah. a reminder for you lot that, yeah, that's coming up this weekend. Um, still the same prediction. I think Conor Ben's going to take him out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to the Conor Ben show. I'm looking forward to... They better give him a nice little five-minute soliloquy so he can get his steez off afterwards on the mic because I'm just trying to hear that, really. That's what I'm looking forward Thanks. to the most, Stephen. Yep. <laughs> I need more promos, Connor. I need more promos. Um, yeah, listeners, like we said before, this isn't really the step up that we expected from Connor Ben. Um, similar level to Vargas, Jesse, not Jesse Vargas, similar level to Samuel Vargas. 
Yeah. And Adrian Granados, yeah. someone he should beat. Um, Even once, I think, but yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he should just go out there and get a win and hopefully put himself in position for better fights, bigger fights at some point. We need yeah. step ups now. Yeah, from now, this should, this should be the last of this level, I think. From now, from now mm-hmm. after this, start stepping up, Connor. Start stepping up. Cool, cool, cool. Um, let's see. Um, last one we want to touch upon is um, Josh Warrington, Maurizio Lara, the rematch. Yeah. Um, this one is intriguing. This one's very intriguing because obviously, Warren, that was a huge upset, that first fight. Huge, huge upset yeah. for Josh Warrington. Derailed a lot of things for him and just made him look really stupid because obviously he gave up his, he gave up his title and then got pammed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, this, this, in fact, this, this, this fight is critical for him. Let's not, let's not cap. This, this fight is super important for him. Yeah, it is. As more, you know what you see, look, we know what Warrant is about. You know what he's trying to say that he wants to be the best in that division. According to him, he cleaned it up. Um, but yeah, he's there to say that, you know, this is, you know, He's very proud of Warrington and obviously he probably believes in himself, etc. So this yeah. is a huge question mark for him. And if he loses this, he's got a lot of questions whether this is the right, you know, he might have to move up, he might have to I don't know, move up, move down or do whatever. But yeah. yeah. He, he, someone of his, I guess, pedigree with his resume should be beating Maurizio Lara. Yeah. I, I think anyways. And obviously I'm not trying to knock Lara Obviously, that he was a dangerous fight for him, as we saw. He, 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 you know, he beat him up in there, but obviously, Warrington is an ex world champion who beat, yeah. you know, you know, he's beaten top, top quality fighters, hasn't he? So, you know, and we know what his aspirations are in that division. So, this is a crucial fight for him. He really has to bring his A game. Um, but at the same time, from how he lost that first fight, bro, bro. this Lara guy's dangerous. It could be it could it could be repeat, you know, because he can bang yeah. this Lara guy. He can really bang. The whole uh, Washington Washington Warrington was concussed quite early in that, and he yep. was fighting. Yep, fighting on instinct. They should have been stopped. Uh, how many times he put him down? Um, like wasn't like something like five <laughs> or something. Like it was a lot, you know. It was, it was a lot. It was a few times. Yeah, and and the referee and the corner were giving him chances. <laughs> Because mm. he was he was clearly concussed, and I, I believe he doesn't remember half of that fight. I mm. don't know if they interviewed him or asked him. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a tough fight to go straight back into. It's a very tough fight. I mean, I have to credit, you know, how we, we talk about, you know, you know, when you lose badly for fighters, is it best to get a, like have a get back fight first, then go into the rematch or head yeah. straight into rematch? And there's always the debate whether it's good to go straight back in or. You know, get the win back in your cells first before you go back in. I always respect it when fighters, they, they might take a bad loss and go straight into the rematch and be like, no, let's do it straight away. Let's go again, run it back. Yeah. And I feel like, I think the fact that it's going to be in Head and Lee and in Leeds and the crowds are back, yeah. critical, crucial. Because we know that Warrington is, when it comes to home fights and it's a home fighter, Warrington is probably one of the biggest draws and you get on, I suppose I biggest draws in terms of, the, that stadium is going to be packed for him. Yeah. Leeds yeah, really packed. It's a good card. Brother, Leeds, oh yeah, it's a good card as well. And Leeds, yeah. we know how they pack their own. And yeah. Warrington's fan base is crazy. As in, the, the, yeah. it's all like, just like, yeah. So, 
that's probably going to push him over the line, you know, the fact that it's back home in Leeds and it's with a full capacity crowd. And we've seen how Warrington performs when he's got the crowd behind him. He's like an animal. He's like a man possessed. High, yeah, so I, I suspect you might see that Warrington in there. But he has to be so, so careful because we've seen this guy's got the power to really, really trouble him, as we saw. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's actually going to be an exciting fight. He's, even though Warrington doesn't really like stop guys, he's because because he's so active. Because even that first fight, when he when when Warrington obviously he was concussed, as you said, this guy was they, they were going blow for blow in there, you know, at, at times. Yeah. Warrington was, he was opening up, he was just going for it. He was coming off worse, but he was still going for it. So, yeah, man, I, I'm expecting an exciting fight for this one. And yeah, I think that home crowd advantage might just push Josh Warrington over the line, but I still think it'd be really tough for him. Yeah, um, I, I don't know with Warrington. I don't know if he's gonna, you know, like how AJ changed his style, yeah, um, to win. I don't think to be fair, Warrington didn't really display no, his style that we thought that's what I'm last saying. time. Yeah. The first fought Laura, he tried to be more of like the boxer in terms yeah. of not work, which was not his style, right? Was we surprised, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he and it didn't work for him. So I, yeah. I remember I was saying he actually looked best when he did his usual, even though he, obviously he was still losing exchanges. Mm. He probably looks his best because he was catching all the big shots, you know. Big, yeah, he big was. Shots. That's when he's at his best, when he's going for it, like when he's like he's he's pressuring you, etc. So I feel like he should he should yeah bite the bullet and go for that. And if he gets tagged, he gets tagged. But yeah. <laughs> but go for it because that's what he's that's what he's best at. Honestly, I'm, I'm not too sure that that refined boxer puncher style works for him personally. So mm. yeah, yeah, it could have been down to a lot of things. Him underestimating Lara. That at too, the time. I think. Yeah. Crowd. Yeah, a few things. So if we see the typical run as, 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 as soon as the bell runs straight to you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forward. Yeah, you're gonna see that once the crowd's there with him as well. Yeah. With the Leeds crowd, he's. I think he could splash on him, but like I it's said, it's a good fight. Yeah, tune into this one. Yeah, hundred percent could be a good fight, man. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah so this is um, your your shorties on the card as well, Ebony Bridges. So. I said my shorty. How many of you in tune? It's relaxed. <laughs> you know, got this running bets about her. <laughs> Not on dot too um, much internet, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, good cards. Um, it's good cards. I'm looking forward to that one. That's that's. I'm definitely tuning in that one for sure. Um, yeah, let's leave it there, man. Unless there's anything else you want to add, I think we can um, leave it there. Yeah, I think we can. We can run through all the topics today. Um, yeah, tune in to Josh Warrington, Mauricio Lara. It's going to be a good one. And um, yeah, man, Jake Paul, the problem child for real, man. So far, no one can solve the problem at the moment. For uh, is Jake Paul. <laughs> we'll see if they chuck at him next. But MMA, man. Damn. Damn, man. That was one of your goats. Damn. Boy. Boy. Big L for MMA. Big L for MMA, man. Get kicked, fist up by Jake Paul. Terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. But hey, that's not my sport in it, you know. So it's what it is. <laughs> oh, episode 53 of Strap Season Podcast. I've been your boy, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And please continue to keep it locked. Peace.